1: What is up everybody what is up welcome to this week's episode of the sts guys i am jeremy hey hey it's larry hey guys it's nate and i'm scott and this week we actually have a special guest with us mike mike say hello how's it going everybody So Mike joins us uh, from the wonderful subscription box service, That Wrestling Club. Um, So if this is your first episode of the STS, guys, welcome to the channel. Uh, We are a weekly podcast where we sit around, shoot the shit, and talk about anything geeky, nerdy, and cool. So I want to give a shout out to the chat. So what is going on, chat room? We got twelve six people in already. So let's, 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 let's give a shout out to everybody. Matthew's Nerdy
0: Nation, what's up, Colorado Funko Collector, Lindsay's geeked out knickknacks, excuse me, only Emily. What's up, everybody! Thanks for joining.
1: Thanks for joining. So, uh, for our audio listeners, as I said we are a weekly podcast where we said record our show live on YouTube at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Saturdays. Typically, um, typically, you'll have our uh, our information on social media, so you'll just want to go ahead and make sure to, to check us out there for our show times. Um, but for our audio listeners, we actually post this up on iTunes and Google Play and every other whatever your podcast service you may be listening to us. We want to say hello
2: hello hello <laughs> just felt that's what you were going for i'm not really sure right, we,
3: we hope that was kind of, that was a, a weird setup i didn't know where you're going with no. that one I, it's a weird uh, pause. I,
2: I, I had no idea i've had a couple beers so it's
1: okay it's it's like i, said, I've, I, I, I wanted to have a, a few drinks to kind of make this uh an eventful night so i said we're all drinking something so you know what cheers to everybody out there cheers to the audience cheers to everyone he said cheers. in itunes land <laughs> cheers, cheers everybody cheers. Uh,
0: Thanks, Holy Emily. Gave me a comment about my haircut. I appreciate
1: that. Look at that. So everyone's being nice to Nate. Well, so you, can, you, can, you, can actually, you can actually see Nate now because, as I said, he's he actually upgraded his internet. So he's, he's high he's, def now. He's, he's not made, just a series of pixels. Well, he I'm is. no longer but staggering as I'm talking. Like. Yeah. <laughs> He's not doing the robot. So nice and clear. Nice. All right. So if you've been following us on social media, you may have noticed I like, said that this week's episode is a special episode. I said we're so we have our special guest Mike uh, on from that wrestling club. That wrestling club is a subscription box service, but I'm not going to talk about it because you know what? I'm not the expert box. Let's talk about the founder of the box and let's let's have him you know talk about his box. So Mike, kind of give us a, a little background on uh, on that wrestling club.
4: All right. Well, we are a uh, monthly wrestling subscription box, so we're, we're sending out a box to you guys every single month. Uh, we've been doing it now for about two years. Actually, the July box was our second year anniversary box, so exactly two years, and uh, it's full of wrestling stuff. We're doing, you know, exclusive T-shirts uh, occasionally, um, you know, Funko pops, autographs, figures. You know, collectible items, lapel pins, all that kind of stuff, uh, and and every every month it's a mystery. You Just never know what you're gonna get. So, um, yeah, we're just having a lot of fun with it, and uh, it's you know a typical standard uh, mystery box.
1: Now, now, Mike, how how long uh, how long have you guys been around? So, like I said, this is I said how, how many boxes have you put out so far?
4: Well, the the one in July that just went out that's our twenty fourth box. So it's been exactly two years. Uh, July. 2016 was our very first box, and then we just shipped out July, 2018, and we're getting ready to ship out August in a couple weeks.
1: Awesome! Well, congratulations on the two years. Like I said, that's that's a huge accomplishment. Like I said, definitely you. congratulations. Yeah, no, congrats, thing,
3: man. As I was gonna say, one thing that you do though that I I actually really like is that you you have different levels to your boxes, right? Which is not it's not a one box kind of one and done thing, right? Yeah,
4: so um, we have our heavyweight box is kind of our our top box, and uh, that's you're going to get all the items in the box for the the heavyweight box. The cruiserweight box, we had a lot of uh, people reaching out saying that they don't they have too many wrestling t-shirts, uh, so we eliminated the shirt from the cruiserweight box. And that box pretty much gives you everything else that you're going to get in the heavyweight box without the t-shirt, and of course it's a little cheaper. And we have a bunch of uh, lapel pin collectors because I know lapel pins are becoming uh, very popular. So we created a small package lapel pin only subscription. So you sign up, you're going to get a new pin every month uh, to add to your collection. So yeah, there's different, different tiered levels and it's not just the price that we're looking at, but the content as well. So if you don't want, you know, a t-shirt, you can get a box without the shirt. And if you just want a lapel pin, we kind of looked at what's what's popular and and designed the the levels based on that
0: that's pretty i like cool that you offer the variation and like you said you offered that cruiserweight box cuz you started hearing from people like maybe i have too many t-shirts i still love the box i just don't want another t-shirt so i think right. that's awesome that you provide the options
4: yeah absolutely
3: yep. well and that was my that's my big issue with uh, cuz one of the other boxes i do is loot crate but it comes with a shirt every time. So all these boxes come where you have to get a shirt. I don't have space where I get, like, three shirts a month. Like, my closet's full. I have to, like, give half of them away because I can't do anything with it. So it's awesome that you have that option to get all the good stuff that's still, you know, like I said, the pops, the autographs, that sort of stuff, without having to worry about that shirt, which is amazing.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, – and I, you know, I, I'm – I'm a customer too, so I know the the struggles of having too many shirts, and we just wanted to give people that option. It, it maybe they don't like, you know, they not are not into buying wrestling shirts. Maybe they don't like to wear them, that kind of thing. So that's that's what that's there for.
0: Really cool. So, no. and
3: I'm taking a look here, and it looks like we got two uh, two folks here that uh, in the chat. It looks like only Emily just ordered hers. Uh, are going through, and uh, NerdSmith just got his first box. So NerdSmithing, uh, what did you think of that first box that you got, man?
2: Well, I know NerdSmithing collects pops, so I'm guessing he got drawn in by the pops just like I did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and you, those are autograph pops, right? So, Larry, yeah. you get the subscription box. What, what, what was it this month?
2: So I've got my... Uh, I've got my Alexa Bliss WWE uh, Superstar Diva uh, right there. It's a little hard to see with the glare, but signed an awesome blue paint pen. Uh, We actually unboxed this box live on the podcast last week, so we can get out right away. Uh, But uh, everybody was impressed that, you know, that wrestling club ships their pops and pop protectors. uh, That way the autographed ones aren't getting messed up. You don't want to get, you know, something special like an Alexa Bliss pop signed uh, with the the messed up box. So that's not going to happen here with that wrestling club. So Mike, cool.
3: Which, which we do have to say, kudos to you, Mike, for yeah, when you actually, shipping those, throwing the pop <laughs> protectors on there. That's awesome. That is really yeah, cool. So, it's worth it. I,
2: uh,
4: my my friends are uh, collectors, so I ran that by them. Hey, how how should I ship these? Uh, what should we get them signed with? I'm not a I'm not a collector of uh, figures or anything like that. My my wife won't let me collect stuff because she puts <laughs> too much space in the house. Um, but, uh, but I have a lot of friends that do. So they suggested the paint pen, they suggested the protectors and that kind of thing. So kudos to them for, for giving me that feedback. And I, I asked people, hey, you know, you're a collector, what, what should we be doing here? And, and so I know that's the kind of audience I'm catering to. So uh, definitely got that feedback from them.
2: Dude, in the, I mean, like, I'm, I'm a big part of the pop community. Uh, so is Jeremy. If you mess anything up, we're going to rip you apart. So <laughs> we're, they're, honestly, they're not, we're not like most of us aren't very nice. So uh, anything you can yeah. do to avoid that, which you guys like, like Scott said, you guys nailed it. So it's, it's awesome. I like, I haven't seen anybody complain about getting damaged pops. So that's, that's really cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, like any collector conditions, a big thing. So when they see that, that you're taking that extra mile to make sure it gets to me safe and sound and in mint condition. That means a lot as a collector. Like, you know, I'll go back for more because I know it's going to, it's going to come to me and arrive safe.
4: Yeah. I mean, that's the goal. Uh, We literally sent out hundreds of those things and we did get a couple of emails of people um, that they were damaged, but it wasn't damaged where the protector couldn't stop. Like it wasn't, minor damage it was bad it was severe damage where ups or usps had like dropped an elbow or a leg drop on the box (laughs) it didn't matter what i put those funko Bops in they were going to get damaged so unfortunately we tried to get them all out but i think maybe we had about five or six emails where they were completely damaged but considering we sent out literally hundreds of them you know the the ratio of damage to delivered in good condition was was really good so um you know, it's just, it's something that's gonna happen. Once once those boxes leave me, I can't control it. So we try to do the best we can, uh, because we know the collectors like them, and, and we wanna deliver a good product, but.
1: You know. No, absolutely. I'm assuming. you're talking about those those situations where you get your. I said this has happened to me multiple times. Sometimes <laughs> where you get you get your package in a bag says with a "Oops, I'm sorry" from the postal service.
4: Exactly. Yeah, we even had somebody. I had somebody send me a picture of their box, and it even had one of those labels on it. Like your your box was damaged in transit, and the box oh, was man. trashed. I mean, yeah. just completely. I don't know what they did to it. So, in that in that uh, instance, it does not matter. Uh, what I put those protectors in or the, the pops in, they're going to get damaged. So, okay. But yeah. but for the yeah. most part, they were out. They went out very well.
0: So. Yeah, it's a, still a small margin. Like you said, you got five to six emails. You'd probably send out hundreds of boxes. So that's still a small margin. And there's things like you said, you just can't control. Uh, we've seen the videos of the UPS guy just kicking the box across the <laughs> lawn. You know, you can protect that all day long, but if they get a drop kick, then... That thing's going to get destroyed. So Yeah,
4: there, it is. I mean, I don't know what they do to them. They just, I think they see the <laughs> wrestling box and they want to give it a suplex or a body slam yeah. or something. I
0: was so going to say, they're doing that good old yeah. elbow drop. <laughs> into it. Yeah. <me>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they fully get into it too much.
4: Top rope elbow drop onto that box. I don't know why,
3: but... To be honest, if I work for the post office I saw that, I might try to do
1: something to one of yeah. them. Just <laughs> <laughs> not going to lie. So, Bad Scott... Day. Never work for the post office because I want, I want my shit to get here safe. <laughs> yeah. Scott, you stay away.
2: <laughs> so while we're talking pops, um, like, so this is, I think, the third autograph pop you've had this year, right? Start off uh, like January, February with Braun Strowman. Uh, big deal, right? Everybody right. knows Braun Strowman's nowadays. And uh, then last month was Alexa Bliss. The month before that was an uh, old school favorite, Razor Ramon Scott Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, I got that one too, right? I only signed up, I, you actually got, I, the wrestling club got my attention with that Braun Strowman box. Uh, when that one popped up on my on my Instagram feed and stuff, I'm like, hey, what, what is this box? I got to check this out. So honestly, I signed up right away. Uh, since then, like I've noticed your boxes, they keep selling out too. Um, I'm in because you're right, I'm just legacy member now. I, I just automatically get signed up. But uh, I saw that this next one doesn't have an autograph pop, but you mm-hmm. guys have been teasing an A-list autograph and yeah. if I'm not mistaken, it's close to selling out, right?
4: Yeah, it's very close to selling out. Um, we're doing, it's not a signed Funko Pop. You know, it's just logistically, it's not easy to do those Pops. I mean, we have, literally, like I said, hundreds of them to do. Um, you know, I'm fortunate that the talent I work with is local. <laughs> it makes it easier for me. I'm not shipping anything across the country um and we're able to get you know i'm actually here for the signing so we're able to take care of that but it's it just like the characters you know which which Funko pops in stock at the time because uh, sometimes i call it Funko to place an order and they don't have enough stock for what we're trying to do uh, which sounds surprising but it's true um so it's just it's kind of hard you know and you got to see who's available who's willing to work with you you know how can we make it happen? So it's not easy to do them, and we can't do them every month. But uh, this month, it's uh, an exclusive eight by ten uh, that we designed specifically for the signing. So, and we're all going to be numbered. So they're a very limited edition; they'll never be printed again. Each one's going to be numbered, so that when you get your autograph, uh, it's it's definitely still a collectible item, and it's def- it's somebody uh, who's current in the WWE. So. I'm very excited about it. This this was kind of a one of, he's kind of one of my favorites, so um, I was very excited about about this signing, and and I'm very excited to include it in the box.
2: That's awesome! I can't wait to see who it is. Like the pops are great, but uh, like I've got a ton of autograph pictures and stuff too. And the fact that you guys aren't just doing like some stock image from like Getty or something that everybody else has yeah. already had signed, like that's what makes it really cool and really special. Right. Yeah, we're
4: trying to change it up a little bit.
2: And I think if you're, you know, a big fan of wrestling,
0: getting autographs from, you know, those guys that, you know, those superstars in the wrestling community, you're like, that. that's what draws you in, you know, whether it's a pop or it's a poster or whatever it is, but being able to offer that as part of your box is like, I'm sure huge for some people.
4: Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I get all kinds of emails when the boxes go out, I get some people who, you know, they can't. They're they're they 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 do not live in a like near a major city where they have conventions or uh, you know the, the comic cons and stuff that come around. They don't they don't feature wrestlers or it's always the same wrestlers. So I mean to get like we've had AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, all these guys in our boxes. I mean if you go meet AJ Styles or Seth Rollins at a an access or a fan fest or something like that. I mean, you're gonna pay a lot of money to meet them and mm-hmm. unless that event comes to your town you're traveling you've got accommodations I mean all that stuff racks up so to get their autograph in a box that costs 35 bucks a month it, it is pretty cool so I get a lot of emails from people yeah. like that who, who don't who can't make it out to those events or they don't have the hundred dollars plus to actually pay for the autograph because they are expensive mm-hmm. um, to meet them so that's that's it's very cool when I get that kind of stuff and that, and that feedback so
1: no you, well, that's a great point no because like I said I think I think well especially like I said with like I said with with the four of us I said we take advantage said we're we're we're, we're lucky enough to live in a major metropolitan area and then right. Can literally, literally travel, you know, you know, three or four or five hours and get to some other major metropolitan areas that are, that feature some of the the, the biggest conventions in the the world. But to to your point though, like I said, I'm not a lot of people. Like I said, if you're, I said, if you're stuck in the middle of the country, um, like I said, like I said, back, like I said, in, in the, in the old uh, hometown of Iowa, like it's just like, what, what convention's going to go there? Cause I said, there's not, there's not a, there's not a crowd. There's not a crowd enough that can draw people in. So like I said, these, this, this service is, is the perfect thing for them.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and yep. you know, some people out there that they don't like getting the autographs in the boxes because they would prefer to meet the wrestler. And I, I totally get that too. So you know, it's it's just uh it depends on you know, you're getting to your audience, so it depends on what people want and the the people that sign up for the box like to collect the autographs, so
0: it's really cool.
1: Awesome. So, so Go ahead, Scott. Oh go ahead, Jeremy. Um I, I was I was gonna say so since we're, since we're talking about the box What got you to start the box in the first place?
4: (laughs) Well, I, I'm kind of programmed uh, as a person. I'm a bit of a, you know, I'm I'm, I'm a little bit of an entrepreneur, Um, and uh, I, I've always had these ideas. Um, I used to be like a wedding DJ. Um, I tried launching a news website for wrestling. I tried doing um, like a DVD only website where we were talking about the new dvds that were coming out because i think if if i used to collect those i mean i still have them but i don't really collect them anymore because the network's out um but i've tried a little bit of everything and i actually stumbled upon the mystery boxes um about two years ago now and i was kind of intrigued by the the fact that they had autographs and figures and and how like I mean, if you take the items that we're putting in these boxes, and you add, like, if you go into the store and buy them, you know, you buy an elite figure for twenty bucks, you buy a shirt for twenty bucks, you buy an autograph for twenty, thirty dollars. That adds up very quickly, and it's it's a lot more than the thirty thirty five dollars that we're charging for a box, and you're getting a great value. And that kind of like, it blew my mind. How do how do they do that? Like, how do they create these boxes? You know, buy the product and put them in there, and then actually sell them and make a profit and then how do they get the wrestlers autographs how like just the, the the kind of like the mystery of how it all came together kind of intrigued me and i was like you know what i want to give this a shot and and that's kind of how it started um and then it's just been it's been going on now for two years so kind of fell into it um like i said i saw like another unboxing of another box and it just kind of pulled me in
0: yeah, I'm glad you touched on that because as you were talking about, you know, how you get the autographs for the pops and stuff, it made me start thinking about the the magic ha- that has to go on behind the scenes to make all this work every single month, oh. you know, for all your subscribers to make sure you have enough of everything, you know, you're gonna have enough autographs, you're gonna have enough pops, like you said, sometimes Funko might have limited supply. um, You know, it was it just from like maybe people that you know in the industry that you were able to kind of set all that up? Or is that just something that you had to just start cold calling and saying, hey, I'm doing this box. You know, let's form a partnership so we can do this monthly. Yeah.
4: When I did my very first box, um, I had 15 subscribers. And it featured a Hulk Hogan autograph. I don't know if you guys know that or not. No. I and it cost me, I was mean, this was money out of my pocket. I, in, I didn't have any business money. So out of my savings, I, I bought these autographs. It cost me more for the autograph than what the cost of the box was. But I knew that if I wanted to get people talking, I needed to do something big. And because it was only 15 subscribers, I actually asked Hulk to personalize um, the autographs, which he did. So our very first subscribers actually got... Uh, an 8x10, a full co-game, personalized in their box, which I thought was really cool. and that's never awesome. done before. Um, But when I did that box, I didn't know anybody in the wrestling business. I just dove into it. you know, And that's uh, not something I would recommend <laughs> people doing, but at the time, that's what I thought was best. I just jumped in and I'll figure it out as I go along. And, and that's kind of what I did. And now, two years later, obviously, it's a lot easier for me because I've made contacts and <sighs> And that kind of thing, but it's still hard. Um, but I don't know how I made it from the first box, really not knowing anybody. I, you know, I should have established those connections beforehand. I didn't. I didn't do that. I just like, let's just let's just do it. You know, <laughs> whatever. I can imagine
0: that must have been so daunting. You're thinking about it, like, oh man, what did I get myself into here? But yeah, it, it, I, mean,
4: I, could have, I could have jumped out at any time. But like, you know, because I'm a huge wrestling fan. And I love the wrestling business. And I can officially say I'm in the wrestling business now. Back then I was not. Um, but but now that I'm in there and I'm involved with promoters and involved with the wrestlers and, and being a part of that business, it's really cool. And that's what keeps me going, you know, is, is doing all these cool signings and meeting all these cool people. And, you know, I'm having a blast. And it's the fan in me that's that's, you know, kind of living this great job now, you know, meeting all these different people and stuff.
0: Uh, it's also it's become kind of like a lifestyle now for you. Yeah. It's so, really y- cool.
2: so you did something pretty awesome last weekend, I, I think. Uh, you guys put on that wrestling event in Orlando, your own kind of wrestling convention. Yeah. How'd that come about?
4: <laughs> well, um, it started when I was doing um, I did WrestleCon uh, when they came to Orlando last last mm-hmm. year. And, uh, that was my first ever wrestling convention. We had like Kevin Nash there. We had Al Snow, Mean Gene, and I loved it. I I loved the convention. I loved, you know, actually meeting the wrestlers and, and I thought it was such a cool idea to bring, you know, the wrestlers into the town and, and fans have the opportunity to meet them, um, get autographs, that kind of thing. And so I did that one. And then. Later that year, I did the big event in New York um, with a buddy of mine, and uh, it was on the way home from, I had such a blast at the convention, it was awesome. Afterwards, we were at the bar at the hotel, and hanging out with a few of the wrestlers and stuff, and had a few glasses of, of wine, <laughs> and that's where I came from, actually, was just, I got I got drunk on the plane on the way home and I was like, that's, that's it. I'm, I'm going to have a wrestling convention." And I just, I, I, did the same thing. I jumped into it and, you know, didn't, I kind of like probably was a little bit over my head, but I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. I just thought it was a really cool idea at the time and, and pitched it to the wife and, <laughs> and then it happened. It just, it just happened.
3: Hey, first off, some of the best and worst ideas happen when you're completely bombed. So <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that yours worked out.
2: <laughs> I think I think that's it's where all awesome, great man. Great ideas come from. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. saw right like your feeds usually just pictures of the boxes and stuff. But I saw that picture you posted up of you, Kevin Nash, uh, Scott Hall, and Eric Bischoff. Yeah. Like that's just that's really cool. Just just to have that picture, but to know that you're the one who set up that event that brought them there. Like that's that's so cool, man. Yeah. It's definitely inspiring to see you like take
0: this dream and kind of just go with it. And it's really worked out for you. And now it sounds like it's become a lifestyle, you know, and obviously you're passionate about wrestling and now you're part of the community and you have a job in the industry and you can see these guys all the time and you're giving it back to other people too, so they can enjoy it.
4: Yeah. That's, that's kind of, you know, that's why I do it. It's not really about the money. Um, for me, it's, I just, I love doing the boxes. I just, you know, I, I'm a huge believer in, uh, you only live once, you know, and I don't want to look back on my life and, and man, I should have done this or man, I should have done that. You know, if, if you if you've ever thought about doing something, um, and something's holding you back, just go for it. Just try it because the last thing you need or you want is to look back on something and, and regret not doing it, you know, and the convention, uh, you know, it, it was a success in in some aspects and in some aspects it wasn't. But I don't look at it as a flop or a failure. Um, but you know, I look at it like I did it. You know, and I don't regret anything. And we're talking about doing another one.
1: Yeah, well, that's, so, all, that's what I was just going to ask you. I'm like, are you planning on doing more conventions? Because like I said one of one of our one of our listeners says I would love for them to do a wrestling convention here in Seattle. So <laughs> are, do you have yeah. plans for more conventions, maybe in other parts of the country?
4: Uh, Probably not in other parts of the country because there's just so many of them out there, but Orlando doesn't have one. And, you know, when I was talking to my buddies, I was saying, hey, we're going to do this convention in Orlando. They were like, well, that's really stupid because Orlando's a horrible market. And I was like, well, I'll show you who's stupid. <laughs> I'm put you guys wrong. Um, but they were right. Orlando is a very, very hard market. I don't know why, but it is. Um, so it was very challenging uh, to, to to do it here, but I actually had people come up to me and thank me. They like shook my hand and told me, thank you for doing this. Thank you for bringing in these guys. Like I've been waiting years to meet Scott Hall, you know? And and so thanks for bringing them here and actually, and and giving me the chance to meet him and, or or Kevin Nash or anybody. I mean, there was, there was like 20 different wrestlers in the room, not just them, but um, you know, that's really cool to hear that uh, from, from other fans saying, thank you for, for bringing that event. So yeah, it was in my mind it was a success and uh we're definitely gonna do another one. It'll probably it'll probably be in Orlando just so we can build it up here, but uh, you know, never say never. I don't know what's gonna happen next,
2: so who knows. Well, like you've already had one. Once you roll out the second one, like you're you're gonna start getting some buzz too and people will right. be willing to come across the country. Now that they know you're more established, like, um yeah, I I bet you see a big bump for, for the next one. Right. I was yeah. just gonna say it's one of those things you started
0: out and then it kind of just builds over time. You get those devoted people that always come and then they start spreading the word like,
2: hey, this is a legit event. Right. So. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we're in, we're in Arizona and I knew about it, right? Like, I mean, people people all over the country and the world probably saw those pictures. I saw Scott Hall even tweeted as she was like, hey, man, go guys, go check out the wrestling club. They put on awesome events. Like, that's pretty cool from like one of your main guests to be like, hey, these guys ran the event the right way. Yeah. Um, you don't get that all the time.
4: Yeah, I mean, that was a huge compliment because, I mean, how many conventions does Scott Hall do, you know, every weekend? And I, I've i never seen him, maybe, I'm sure he's done it before, but I've never seen him tweet out, you know, a compliment like that. And so that was kind of, that was huge for me because Scott Hall's a legend, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and that was our first event. I mean, we didn't really know what we're getting ourselves into. We tried to plan out for kind of all the different scenarios. Um, and and we got a lot of great feedback that it was a a very well-run event and like, well, that's our first one, you know, and afterwards we all got together and talked about, well, what could we have done differently? What feedback did you hear? What worked? What didn't work? You know, what should we do next time? So we already have a list of things that we're going to tweak and change and try and, you know, for the next one, when that one comes around, we can, we can improve on it and make it bigger.
1: No, I, I think to you, to your point though in regards to that to so that tweet and said so how how well that made you feel. I I think that just speaks to the success of, of the actual event itself. Just because I, I think half the battle is making sure the talent that you have coming in is also enjoying themselves at your convention. Because I think I said if they're miserable, I said and I said they're not having a good time themselves, I said they're not going to want to come back. And and just just by that the 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 words right there, like what you were just saying, I think that just says it all. Like in regards to like, hey, you know, Scott Hall was having a great time. Like I said, and this is, like I said, and it's this very first event you put on. Like I said, like kudos to you with that.
4: Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's so cool when you're like, you know, I was walking him out after the event and Scott Hall is giving me advice on, hey man, you should try this. And hey man, you should try that. And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Like these are all awesome ideas. And then, I'm driving Eric Bischoff to the airport, and Eric's like, hey, how did things go, you know, how did it go yesterday? And i was like, oh, it's really good. And he's like, you know, if I could suggest, try this next time, try that. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You could tell me to, you know, take a big shit right there in the middle of the room. You know, like, Eric Bischoff. I mean, this guy is a legend. This guy freaking ran the WCW, and, you know, I know a lot of people have bad things to say about him, but, just getting advice from somebody on that level who's a legend in the wrestling business uh that's a huge compliment and, and you just like it's very rare that you get that kind of feedback from somebody you know what i mean and it's, it's it was really cool to to hear that so and, and they had great ideas of course you know and and i can add that to the mix as well next time as well so
1: well cool and, I, and i and i think like such kind of, kind of to that point too is like i said if you're really interacting with them they're having a good time like i said then they're basically reaching out to their friends who have connections like i said because they're, they're connected in that world too Then they can basically say hey you know what hey i had such a great time this guy you know is, is such a professional like i said and so well to deal with like i said hey you know what if he reaches out to you, you you're gonna want to deal with mike
4: yeah i try that's that's my main my main goal and it's probably what's gotten me this far is my reputation uh it's so important to me and every single person i work with i try to you know do the best i can make sure that they're taken care of regardless if it's a convention or a signing or a t-shirt deal or whatever it is that we're doing you know i I try to be as nice as possible make sure that we're good on the deal and, and every everybody's happy because you just don't know who's talking to who and what they're saying about you and you know in this business that's what I need is connections. Like every single month I have to have like three or four different wrestlers featured in my box. It's not just one guy or one girl, you know? So I have to know a lot of people. And if I have a bad reputation, uh, it's going to hurt me big time. So it's very important that my reputation is good and and what we're doing is is good. So I got to take care of all those guys, you know, make sure they're all, they're all in, in good shape.
1: So, yeah, cool. so we actually had a, a question from the chat. So kind of talking, kind of going back to the box here. So, so from Nicola here, uh, she wants to know basically what is basically out of the, out of the 24 boxes that you put together, you know, what's been probably your favorite box so far that you, that you, you you've curated.
4: Oh, that one's tough. Um, I don't know if I could pick a specific box because I kind of like them all. <laughs> um, and it's funny because every single time we're boxing them up, you know, we have a, a some people that come in and help us out. And I always tell my wife, I don't think anybody's going to like this box. And every single month we get like a great response. So I always feel like I'm my worst critic. Um, I would say the coolest item that we've done would have to be the, the first Funko Pop. I mean, the, the Braun Strowman one. Like, no other subscription box or wrestling subscription box put signed Funko's in their box. And. To be able to actually do that and put it in every single box. I'm not talking like, oh, we're going to put 10 Funkos and some random boxes. No, every single box, heavyweight box, in February was given a Braun Strowman Funko Pop, which was autographed. So just being able to accomplish that and be the first box to do that was very cool. And I don't know if you guys know or not, but Braun is very hard to get signatures from at the airports and stuff. He doesn't do that kind of stuff unless you go meet him at a signing. Uh, he's very hard to to get uh, an autograph from at the airport, especially on Funko Pops and Figures. So just being able to kind of bring this autograph to our customers was was very cool. But, I mean, there's so many other cool items that we've done, but that's probably the the coolest one that I could think of right now.
3: So, so I got to just add on to that. As you go through, is there anything specifically that you'd be like, the the kind of holy grail of being able to put in a box. Is there any item that you're like, I want this thing. I haven't been able to get it yet, but this is what I want to add into a box.
4: Yeah, um I mean if I could, I would sacrifice like my left arm to get an Undertaker autograph. But I mean, being realistic, it, it's probably not gonna happen. I mean, the guy just like he doesn't hardly ever do conventions as it is. I mean yeah, it's just it it's it would be one of those like impossible things to do, but if if I could, uh that would that would be the autograph I would get. If I could choose like money didn't matter, nothing else mattered, it would just it was that easy. I could just randomly get this guy's contact information and give him a call and we're just going to do it, you know, and we're going to get these autographs. That would be it. But I would have to jump through a lot of hoops and I don't think that that it would I don't think it would ever happen. So, but who knows? Yeah, never say yeah. never. There's yeah. always yeah. possibilities.
0: There's, <laughs> there's, yeah, there's exactly. always a possibility. Yeah, that's cool. So um, you know, obviously you're, you've been in the wrestling. Um, it's been a part of your life. So when you're growing up, I have to ask: like, who is your who is your big wrestler? Oh, who's it's the guy that you're... The Undertaker. I'm sorry. What was that?
4: It's always been the Undertaker. Always.
0: Nice Undertaker. Yeah. That's awesome.
4: I mean, second would have to be Steve Austin. Um, but, but Undertaker, I just think that the the whole gimmick, the whole persona, I mean, this guy is seven feet tall, diving over the top rope, walking across the top rope. I mean, the guy's a legend. He's been at, you know, the m- more WrestleManias than anybody else. He's just, in my mind, he's the greatest wrestler that I've ever lived, but, you know, that's, that's just me. <laughs>
0: it's awesome. What about
2: you? What about you guys? Nate, who's your favorite wrestler? So I wasn't
0: ever into huge into wrestling, but I did watch a lot of it when I was a kid. You know, I had one of those like stuffed plush guys. I don't know if you guys remember him. It was like the wrestlers that were stuffed, yes.
2: the wrestling buddies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hulk Hogan was the one I always went to. Hulk was like you know the one the the, the wrestler I knew the most. He was in movies. Um, I used to watch him wrestle, and I had um, you know that 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 wrestling toy, or whatever it
2: was. Um, so Hulk Hogan for me. Awesome. Scott, we know you love Scotty Too Hottie, but it was know, he your Scottie, favorite. Scotty Too Hottie.
3: Gotta be my favorite. You gotta love the, the bleached hips, right? Like, oh, gotta love it. No. Um, I, I got two. I, I think we talked about this before, but one of mine is uh, um, the Randy Macho Man Savage. I mean, come on. Who didn't like him? And then, um, dude, I gotta give out love for Andre the Giant, man. Like, I... Love that guy.
2: Rest in peace. Rest <laughs> in
3: peace. But yeah, like, but yeah, no, Macho Good Man cho- all the way.
2: Good choices,
1: man. Uh, Jeremy. All right, so I'll, and this was actually a, a kudos to, to to that wrestling club too. Is I'm gonna throw out Jericho just because like I said you have the list inside the box. I'm like uh, th- that have the list of, <laughs> to have the list. Yeah. I'm like
2: that is such a, an awesome play.
4: The card insert, the list of uh, yeah,
2: the list of stuff. Yeah, the list so of July what yeah. better way to name the list of things right that you have in your box those are usually boring but yeah. that one's always yeah. that one always puts a smile on my face so we also have
3: uh looks like nerd smith thing who uh just got his first box is uh he's saying uh, ultimate warrior in the 1980s yeah. and yeah. then right. like sean michaels
2: we got Shawn yeah. michaels hogan rock undertaker triple h uh stone cold of course i think my favorite two are the ones you guys mentioned uh, Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. Wait, yeah, Hulk Hogan like old school WWF superstars. Yeah, and then Hulk Hogan NWO too, man. Yeah. Like through that whole run.
3: So, so just just so we know, Larry, uh, I'm thinking back to our Halloween episode that we
2: did here. When you were about like seven or eight,
3: who did you dress up as? Oh,
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so yeah, like like first grade, Larry dressed up as Sergeant Slaughter for Halloween in one of those uh, plastic socks with his crappy mask. Ben, and I ben had Cooper costume, God. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Mom. Um. Yeah, I got the picture of me in that Sergeant Slaughter costume. It's awesome. Awesome. I right. Think... I've been into wrestling since since as long as I can remember. I I remember like fake wrestling with my dad. It's like the killer bees. Like we pretended to be like a tag team and stuff. I had all the L G N figures. Yeah. Like I'm. I've, I've loved it forever.
3: I think that goes back to a thing. Like I think all of us like that's the like wrestling was the shit back in the day because you could like. Play, beat each other up, and like it was fun, and no one really cared. You're like, oh, I'm just, we're just wrestling. Like it's the same thing these guys are doing on TV. Yep. Like I, wrestling was part of like everyone's childhood, especially yeah. back in like the '80s and '90s. Like
1: it was, that was a, like the rite of passage no, growing up. No, Scott, you're, you're totally right. So me and Mike were actually talking. before the podcast started about, I'm like, okay, Mike, I'm like, you had to have had. He said the backyard wrestling because I think. Everyone that was basically said 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 uh, a kid at that point in time had the backyard wrestling set up, and so I said we, we all did that. Yeah, for sure. Oh,
4: yeah. With the cardboard belts that we made yeah. ourselves, <laughs> and on the trampoline and all that other stuff, yeah, okay. we did all that stuff.
3: See, I always got in trouble because we did the backyard wrestling, but we did it in the uh, just in the basement, and there was plenty of holes in the drywall, so. Oh. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that that was me and my
2: brothers, uh, just just
3: pastime. So I re-
2: I remember doing the trampoline thing once, like and only once because I didn't last long. I got yeah. a bloody nose like two oh. minutes in, and I was done. <laughs> now, Mike, yeah.
1: what? Oh, so in, in regards to like curating these boxes, so do do you do you plan these out like months in advance, or like I so said, is it kind of like a like you know what I'm planning? this month next month and and how, how long does it take to actually curate one of these boxes
4: well i try to have something penciled down at least a few months out because if not i start getting stressed out and it sucks um so i try to have at least an idea of what i'm doing but um you know it's very often that you know things will change based on you know availability like i might want to do um the new Vince McMahon Funko Pop, for example, and I call them up and talk to my account guy, and he's like, "Well, we don't have any Vince, but we have Triple H, you know." So then I have to change that, but it'll still be a pop. Um, sometimes I want to try to work with this wrestler, but they want more money than what I can offer them, or they're not available, or whatever the case may be. So then I have to try to find somebody else. So you know, there's a lot, especially when you're dealing with. Like four or five different items. There's a lot that plays into it. Um, sometimes I'll like have an idea for a lapel pin, but then something cool happens in WWE or, you know, the uh, Bullet Club or whatever the case may be. You know, something big happens, and then it's like, okay, well, I'll put that idea on the shelf and then I'll run with this one because this just happened and, and it'll be cool to do a pen based on this. So, um. Yeah, I try to try to have something penciled down, but but a lot of times the items will will change, and then we'll put the you know put my original idea on the shelf and, and do it a different month.
1: Oh, awesome. Uh, I can I, I, I can only imagine. Like I said, how how like I said, how much time goes into just kind of like. L- just like putting in something, putting this box together. Okay, you know, hey, if I get this item, this item, this item, this item doesn't work out, so I have to have this on backup. I can, I can only imagine so the time and effort and and, and kind of stress that goes into in into the basically going into that box. Then it's you get that sigh of relief. So once that 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 batch for the month goes out, then I so said the, the whole process starts yeah. over. So the the very mean. next month. That's
4: I say to my wife every month. That's the the best feeling of the month is when I see the the mail truck leaving from the pickup and I just feel this like, like sense of relief come over me. Like it's done, you know, the box is out. Yeah. I have to get working on the next one, but, uh, but that's okay. I have a couple days where I just, I don't really have to do anything. you know, mm-hmm. So we have to pick it up again for the next month. So.
0: So do you have like a team of people that help you or is it like all you kind of prepping these boxes every month and putting everything together and, um, well,
4: it used to be. It's a very, it's a very small business. I think I mm-hmm. do a very good job at making it the perception that we're huge, like we're mm-hmm. like we're Loot Crate or something, you know. But we're not. um No, we're we're very small. And for the longest time, it was just my wife and I that we did the boxes, and um she's not even a wrestling fan. So you know, <laughs> just she's like, I don't know why we're doing this, but let's do it, kind of thing. Um, but recently, it's they've become more and more popular. So we've started having to bring in extra help. Um, You know, my friends help out and, and you know, they fold the boxes. And I remember when I first started, um, I used to stamp all the boxes. So it's like, as the boxes grow, we have to adapt to the demand. So I used to stamp all the boxes with a little ink pad and, you know, just because we wanted them branded and uh it was about a year ago i was doing about it was a it was a few hundred of them and by the time i was done my fingers were all blistered and stuff And i was like that's it i'm i'm getting a stamp like a professional print on these boxes i'm not going to sit here and stamp these things every every month so we went i i got them to, i actually i designed the box and then i took it in and got the stamp made. so now when i pick them up they're already stamped
2: yep. Same your, with the your box I'm like, I'm looks 100%. awesome by the way Oh, it's, it you. is a very cool looking box. I mean right. You gotta you gotta have you gotta have like something on there. Um so yeah, doing the old school stamp was awesome, but uh these boxes right here are amazing.
4: No, that old school stamp sucks, man. Like I was so yeah. happy to pull that thing out when I was done with it. It was horrible. <laughs> uh, same with the printer. I remember one month, you know, I was using you know, I was using like a laser jet printer to print my shipping labels and I think I was about fifty labels I did. This was like way back when I first started, and I was using the uh, the eight by ten, or sorry, the eight by eleven pieces of paper, but it had two labels on it, so I'd have to print one, take it out, flip the drawer, put the, put it back in, and print the <laughs> other side. It, it must have taken me about three hours to to print those, and then at that point I was like, okay, I need to invest in a better printer. So more recently, in the last few months we've had to bring in more help just because there's so many boxes, it's just too much for my wife and I to do on our own.
0: That's awesome, though. Right? That's it's a good problem to have. It's a
4: good problem to have. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, but yeah, there's been a few months where I ran out of boxes, so I had to 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 buy extras that were not branded. So then I get emails from people like, "Why was my box not branded? Are you guys changing boxes?" I'm like, "No, we just ran out. I didn't order enough. I'm a dumbass." Yes. Thank you <laughs> for reminding me that I didn't order enough boxes this month. But no, it'll be branded next month
2: that's funny right the fans man like (laughs) like that's the world we live in you make one little hiccup somebody's gonna call you out on it
4: they will yeah i mean don't get me wrong i i love all my customers oh yeah Yeah. i've become friends with a lot of them over the last few years and and i have like i have customers that have been subscribing since the very first box i mean it's just insane how loyal the my customers are and and i try to take good care of them and and do the best I can for them, and I really appreciate you know them sticking with me this long and, and growing with me as well. So it's it's been awesome. But yeah, they if I so they'll they'll they notice everything. So what <laughs> well, kind of it keeps me on my sp- toes.
1: True. Yeah. <laughs> kind of speaking to your to your fans, though so I, I know that you, you they said there's a recently launched like I said a Facebook community. So it was that yeah. something that you started, or was that one of the fans that's kind of started like the community, and then you kind of kind of jumped on board.
4: Um. I've had people asking for it, um, you know, when we do elites, um, I think that was the biggest thing, because when I do elite action figures, the, they don't sell, like, a specific, they don't They don't sell individual characters, like, if I just want an AJ Styles character, you know, uh, figure, I think they won't sell that to me. So, when I buy them, they, they sell them in a series, so, you know, every series has, what, six about six different characters in it so people get you know a character that they don't want they they wanted somebody else so they've been asking for a community where they can go in and trade stuff and um talk about wrestling and all that kind of stuff so we created that for them i think we have about 100 members so far something like that
1: that's cool I I see that growing because I think that's I think that's what uh, also a lot of these like said so box companies need, especially I said if there's a I said slight variations in some of the boxes and, and things like that. Kind of to your point with the with the elite figures, I think can, it kind of brings people together. I think that's a, also a good way for you to actually have kind of a pulse on the community too. So that way it kind of gives you like insight into like I said you know how how's the reception of the box and and what else I could possibly do in the future.
4: Yeah, I, I, and I'm all about like trying to create environments for wrestling fans to get together and hang out because I don't think there's enough of that so the group online is a good opportunity where people can get together and talk about wrestling and uh, the convention same thing I mean you know I wish there was something more permanent here where you know on a Saturday night you go and hang out with a bunch of wrestling fans and, and watch wrestling or do you know whatever whatever's related to wrestling you know but there's not really anything like that so what I, I try to bring people together and, and hang
2: out. Sounds really. like sounds like you're making some plans for 2019 because that's a pretty good idea, right? There needs, to, I like honestly, like a long time ago, I thought there needs to be like a wrestling themed bar where you get together every Monday and Tuesday night, watch Raw, watch SmackDown. Everybody comes in on Saturday, right? You get some beer, get some pizza, hang out, play wrestling video games. I, I, I actually had that idea a long time ago, like, but no one's no one's done that yet. Still, well. well I, I,
4: I, I was I was very close to trying to open up a, a wrestling store here in Orlando where we would sell all that kind of stuff and, and yeah. do people together and do stuff like that but there's just there's it's so much overhead for a retail store and I don't think people would come enough to justify it. I'm sure like you know on a pay-per-view night, one day out of the month you get a good yeah. turnout. But what about the other twenty nine days, you know? Yeah. And and it's very hard yeah, to do that. And, but, until, and you like, on its way out the door right now. So Yeah.
2: And you might get there eventually, but that right, that build up the amount of time it would take, yeah, you you just would yeah. you just would be profitable. Well and
3: just like too, like you only have to worry about five or six items for your boxes, right? Like yeah. right. imagine trying to fill an entire store with product. Into that, I, I don't want to say the niche market because it's pretty big, but it's at least enough stuff where you're like, "What all would I fill a store with?"
2: Yeah. Right. So I think I, I have seen you, I think tweet or post on Instagram lately that you're looking at expanding the the, the store you guys have on your website now, right? You 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 currently sell some uh, just the old items, maybe a couple leftovers from from the boxes, but aren't you looking to get some some uh, kind of revamp that store?
4: Yes. So. The store that I have, it's not very good. Um, <laughs> there's been a lot of like issues with shipping charges, where people are getting charged too much. Um, I don't update it enough. I don't really give the store enough love. And it's great for me to get rid of some of my old merchandise, but I was, I'm, I'm kind of like, what's the next step? You know, the boxes are, are doing really well, but I'm creating all these new contacts, so... How do I leverage that to do something a little more consistent with those people? Um, you know, like I did a an autograph with Joey Ryan. Well, now I don't really, apart from maybe like a t-shirt, I don't really have any kind of, any sort of business lined up with Joey Ryan. There's no point. Whereas if I have a store, maybe I can do like exclusive eight by tens every once in a while so if you're your Joey Ryan fan. And we have some really cool artwork, you know, or maybe we try to do multiple joey ryan t-shirts or maybe joey ryan you know other joey ryan merchandise so and, and i was even thinking about expanding it past that and doing um just like pop culture stuff not necessarily wrestling but like i'm a huge fan of back to the future so maybe i do some back to the future stuff or uh you know i'm also a huge fan of halloween um you know so maybe like michael myers t-shirts and funko pops and you know just that's the business I'm in. I'm in the t-shirt business. I'm in the Funko Pop business. I'm in the autograph business. So yep. what can I do to bring all that together and, and kind of expand on the store and take my business to the next level? So I've been, I've been toying around with it, trying to kind of like figure out exactly what I want to do. The biggest thing that's holding me up right now is the name. I don't, I don't know what to call it. I don't want it to be wrestling related, but I want it to be really cool and catchy. So I don't want to jump in like like I told you before. I kind of jumped in everything, so I'm trying to take a step back and maybe like think about it a little more instead of just getting drunk and no, I'm not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know,
2: maybe get a little more drunk. Come up with that really good name. Yeah. But like the hard thing is, you got to get the .dot com, you got to get the Instagram, you got to get the Twitter. Like all that stuff has to be available. It's it's hard, right. man. It oh, is oh. Very
4: hard, and everything's taken up these days. So yep. um, yeah. we yeah, know the struggle. That's, that's works, so we'll see where it goes. But and and it's cool. kind of giving me my store idea that I was talking about a minute ago. But online, so I don't have all that extra overhead and stuff. And who knows what it'll grow into. But
2: so if you don't like your current store setup, I'm not sure who you're running it through. I would highly recommend Go online store. <laughs> um, I, I used to sell some pins like a year ago. It worked really well. If you had questions, I'd be happy to help you too. But Go Daddy. Okay. <laughs> N- nice, nice, nice plug there, Larry. Nice, nice plug. there. Nice plug.
1: I Just think of sneaking it in there.
4: What's the website? I'm sorry. I didn't get it.
0: I do know if I caught it. <laughs> uh, GoDaddy.com. Yeah. Um, I think if, if the work that you did any, uh, you know, like what you did for that wrestling club, any new ventures that you do are going to be amazing. Cause it, it shows you, you put your passion in your work. It's becoming successful. I wish you luck in you know growing even further, and I know whatever you do is going to be awesome.
2: Thank you. Yep. So. I agree. Uh, do you have any? Do you have any tips for anybody who's just like starting out, uh, like trying to build a geek brand, anything like that? Man,
4: I would say just keep at it. You know, there's so many. The hard part is there's just so many of the same thing. There's so many geek related websites, Um, but don't let that discourage you. And because if you have a good brand and you have a good product and you take care of your customers, they'll be very loyal to you as well. Um, And and that's important. And so, you know, you just like your podcast, you guys have been doing that now for a year. I mean, there's so many podcasts out there. You just got to stick to it it takes a long time to, to get established. And even now, I mean, you know we're doing we're doing a lot better now but it's taking me two years to get here and it's still not where i want it to be like it's probably going to take me another couple of years just to get to kind of where i want it to be you know um so it's you got to try to think of something to stand out from the rest which is very hard to do and you just got to stick to it and just keep at it and and pushing and plugging and you know getting try to get your name out there as, as much as you can and it you'll get there eventually just it takes a long time. And I think a lot of people who try to do stuff and it doesn't take off immediately get very discouraged. And I was like that too. Um, but the, the, the best piece of advice I can give to you, especially if you're to something good, you know, if you know you have something good, don't give up on it. Just keep pushing and it, it'll get there eventually.
2: Cool. I totally agree, man. Like it sounds like you've got the support of your wife and your friends. Like, yeah. I think that's what we got going for us too. Like it's the support of the four of us. Like it, it helps like you need you need those people to pick you up when like hey maybe it's not doing so good or it feels like it's taking forever. You need them in your corner, reminding you like hey this is fun. You got a great idea. Let's keep at it, and like good stuff's just gonna happen. Yeah, like,
4: that's exactly what happened with the convention. About halfway through, yeah. I kind of had a number in my head of how many people I wanted to show up, and we didn't hit that number. And I was like, like about one o'clock, I was like, I'm done. I'm never doing this. Anymore. What the hell was I thinking? <laughs> this was a stupid idea. Right. I'm gonna hear about it later. And then afterwards, I'm, I am tell all my friends, like, all right, guys, thank you for all your help. Uh, this is probably going to be like a one-time deal. And they were like, no, what are you talking about? Like, we got a lot of great feedback. Like, you have to do it again. You know, it was such a cool thing. And we had a lot of people who liked it. And it takes time and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you're right. You're absolutely correct. So, you know, I fell into that same trap where I was done on that convention. I was like, man, this sucks. But now that it's over and I take a step back and I look at it, it was actually a a huge success uh, when I looked at all the different elements of it. And, and, but I was, I was ready to give it up, you know, but I'm going to give it another shot. So.
0: That's cool. Yeah. And sometimes you just need that one piece of reassurance. Like, okay, what I'm doing is still, still, you know, makes sense and people are still all about it. Um, I think it's like anything else, you know, people are looking for that community to kind of connect with. And even like you said, there's nothing like what you're doing sort of in Orlando. I think that in itself is going to help it grow because we all have something that we're kind of into and we're feeding. We're just hoping that there's going to be a community or somebody that pops up in our locally and just starts talking about it and gets the word out. And you can attach to that and that's just going to help you grow.
4: Yeah, that's Uh, what it's about, man.
2: So, like, I I know we got to wrap up a little bit. We are going to announce the winner of our Super Mega Game Your Way giveaway. But I I wanted to say uh, that, like, I really like I really enjoy your box, man. Like, I'm not just saying that because you're on on our podcast, but uh, that that June box uh, with the Razor and Moan Pop, that was the favorite. That is my favorite item that I've ever gotten out of a sub box that yellow under the giant t-shirt that is my favorite t-shirt i've ever gotten out of sub box you guys are killing it i'm gonna keep subbing Uh, i'm gonna keep telling all my friends that they should check you guys out too it's definitely a a cool box you're doing something right
4: did you get a chase
2: i didn't get a chase but that's yeah. okay. That part's pretty cool too. Like when you guys do pops, people get either, you know, if it's an autograph, you get autograph chase. Or you talked about like Vince McMahon, that pop's got a chase. If you were to throw that one in a box, somebody's, you know, one out of six people are going to get an extra cold pop out of that one too. Yeah.
4: But, uh, yeah. When I order the pops with the chases, they come with those. I've heard some suppliers keep them. Yeah. Not, not sub boxes, because I, I think all the subscription boxes put them in there, but there's some suppliers that you can buy from. That will keep the chase variants, whereas yep. I get it directly from Funko, so they send them to me, so we're able to put those in the boxes too.
2: Yep, that is a hundred percent correct. Right. I oh, totally yes. do. Yeah.
3: Which which is amazing, actually. Like a lot of people don't realize how awesome that aspect is, but that that's super cool. Yep.
2: Yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about before we before we kind of wrap up?
4: No, I think you guys. Um I think you guys
2: covered it, man. Like you did your research. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're fans, man. Yeah, like I said, yeah, absolutely. We, we, I really like your box. We all really like your box. Yeah. So- we
3: come prepared when we do interviews
0: like. <laughs> yeah. Guys, yeah.
4: thank you very much.
0: Yeah. It's really great meeting you, man. It's funny cuz I I've watched Larry unbox a lot of subscription boxes and he genuinely gets excited when he's unboxing yours and <laughs> yep. he's genuinely like happy talking about, you know, the things that are in there. So I think you're doing something right, man. And it was really great to meet you and kind of talk
2: about it and learn about you.
4: Thank you. You, you guys too. Appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah. We, we,
2: wait, if, so you we... want, if you want to hang out, you can hang out. Um, we, we, but we're going to, we're going to announce that giveaway winner and kind of wrap up um, you guys. I dropped the links in the notes to uh, that wrestling club, social media. So you can find them at, on Twitter, Instagram. Um, and the website, of course, dude. Like, I, like we mentioned a little while ago, that August box is going to be awesome. It's about to sell out, so don't sit on it. I think it technically has like 13 days left, uh, but it's going to sell out before then. So go sign up today. Do not wait, or you're totally going to regret it.
4: I'm going to hire you for promotional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Larry, available, man. He is,
1: Larry a Larry shill is our shill master. master. Yeah, <laughs> like he is the best at it. So yeah, he he does the weekly shill. So like I so that, that's that's he is the shill master. Larry. He's yeah, got genuine be- skill doing it.
3: Yeah, he's yeah. None of well, us can try it. We, we 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 mess it up every single time. So
0: well, Jeremy, we got something super mega that we you need to know, announce, right?
1: Yeah, so right. We'll, we'll, we'll announce the 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 giveaway winner of the, of the super mega winner. So real quick, Larry. So so while I get the screen share shut up, since we're talking about shilling, I think you should chill.
2: Oh, so <laughs> let's go ahead again. And say you can find the rest that wrestling club uh, on Instagram at that wrestling club on twitter they're at tht wrestle club um and go sub to their box at that wrestling club.com for the sts guys we are on instagram at SDS guys we're on twitter at SDS guys you can follow us on facebook at the SDS guys and i am larry from the SDS guys
0: 10 10 10 All <laughs> All right. Right. <laughs> just boom it's just natural it's
3: like i just I get it, and I fuck it up every single time. Like, I just
0: <laughs> – I've told Larry before when I'm doing mine, you know, I'll look at Larry's videos and be like, okay, let me psych myself yeah. up. Let me do a shill here. The only thing I'm worried about
3: is whenever I do a video of just me is like, how am I going to shill? Because yeah. I can talk about whatever's in front of me, but when I try to talk about myself, I mess it up.
1: No, yeah. it, it's not that. It's it's literally getting to the end, and then like you do the entire video perfect, and then you fuck up the shill. <laughs>
3: I'm like, oh, God, I didn't. I <laughs> the it. wrong Instagram. Damn it. <laughs> all right.
1: So let me get screen share set up. Give me one second, guys. All right. All right.
3: Come <clears throat> on for another uh, David. All right.
1: On. So let me log in to Gleam. Got logged in to Gleam. So, first and foremost, 6,648 action. This is, has been our biggest contest ever. So, thank you to all of you who entered. This was amazing. Um, Eleven thousand two hundred and eighty-eight entries. It's been nuts. So, guys, it's awesome. So, congratulations to everyone who entered. Good luck to the winner. Let's draw it right now. Uh, Six hundred fourteen people, unique people entered. Let's go and see who won. All right, we're drawing Uh, Gio Vioni. uh So, watch a video. Oh, <laughs> hey, daily action, daily, video. daily action. Okay, that it was, was correct. So the that's daily what won. Action got it daily again. action that won. Is- so that is
3: three <laughs> times people have won just from watching a, a daily video.
1: So that goes. So congratulations, Giovanni. You have won. Uh said so you have two weeks to go ahead and contact us at contact us at uh, contact at stsguys.com. Or so you can uh, DM us on Twitter or Instagram or any of our social platforms and we can go right. there. Uh, we'll have you send an email regardless. So that way we can verify you are you. Uh, so that way we can get your prize packs sent out. So just but to again, remind everybody what uh, Giovanni just won, uh, they won a $60 uh, GameStop gift card, they won the Razer Kraken uh, 7.1 uh, Chroma headset, and then the Cuphead Funko Pop. So
2: From my personal collection. From
1: Larry's personal collection. So, so
3: again, if nice. you are Giovanni, email us at contact at stsguys.com
1: nice so so what we were saying holds true to this date again daily entries and our contests are where it's at so make so sure
3: it's been what we've had five five of them on gleam right yeah five, five, three, five have been, three have been daily videos one of them was a, a person subscribing and I can't remember what the last uh, the, the the, one was a Twitter subscriber.
1: was was a Twitter subscriber
3: a Twitter one but yep. like those daily videos have won three out of the the five subscription or the the five contests so
1: they are worth it. So, so we're gonna be running another contest soon. It might be centered around our fiftieth episode coming up. Uh, I said, what? if if there's something special you want to see in this next giveaway, uh, let us know on one of our social platforms. Like I said, because we, we want to basically curate this to you. This is our one year anniversary fiftieth episode, kind of a uh, contest that we'll be running. Um, so, make sure you let us know what you want in the box. We'll throw some cool stuff in there, but we want to make sure we're throwing stuff in there that you want to see as well, uh, instead of basically stuff that we just choose. We thought this was pretty cool, uh, so that way, since we've been uh, expanding into a little bit of gaming lately, so that's why we wanted to go ahead and launch with the Game Your Way giveaway, our official largest contest to date. But let's blow that out of the water. Uh, once we launch our next contest, like I said, I want to get at least 15,000 entries in, in, in the next one. So we almost got 12,000 with this one. I think we're doing good. Awesome. Congrats. So to you. It's going to be awesome. All right. Thanks for everybody that joined. Yeah. Yeah. It's been awesome. So for episode 46 of the STS guys, I have been Jeremy. Hey, Hey, it's Larry. Hey guys, it's been Nate. And I'm Josh. Wait, uh, Scott. Huh? <laughs> Josh. Yeah. And we've had Mike Josh. on from that wrestling club. So, Mike, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Mike. All All right. Right. Thanks, Mike. Have a great night, chat. I said, we will catch you on the flip side.